Hello, welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today we are—we're uh, doing a one-off. Man, I was about yeah. to say my whole—you know—we're starting a new series. We're not. But you can't because it's not a new series. I can't. I can't. We're starting it's one episode. Yeah, we're doing like a, a one one thing, just a talking about done. it one time. A one and done. And you're gonna like it. <laughs> Should we have a name for non-series stuff? A single. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, I'm not I'm not psyched about that. <laughs> okay, we'll come up with something funnier. Uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, we're doing one of these um, unnamed one episodes. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to talk about something really random. So for context, I found this out when I was reading um, the Enduring Word commentary. And as soon as I saw it, I told Yadi and I was like, we got to talk about this. Yeah. I don't know what this is, but we got to talk about it. We got to find out what it is. Exactly, exactly. Um, so as you can see by the title, because you clicked on this, right? That sounds very youtube but you clicked on it, so you know what it's called. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the swoon theory. Um, we don't know much about it, so we're about to learn together like we always do around yes. these parts. <laughs> yes. So also, we wanted to... Um, we wanted to give out a warning, right? This is the warning, warning, warning. Warning, um, warning. Yes. Do you can you do like an alarm sound or no? We we know. <laughs> so it's weak. an ambulance. <laughs> so oh my goodness. Okay. Oh my god. No, that's <laughs> it's a British cop. Don't um don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> my sound effects. Okay. I'm not brushed up on my sound effects. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need to practice. Well, having done all of that, um, we wanted to issue a warning, right? So for today's show, just because we're talking about this doesn't mean that we believe it. Um, As far as the misfits are concerned, Jesus is Lord and Savior. The Father sent him to this earth. He lived, died, resurrected after three days and is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And also to send this home, we believe that everything in the Bible is true, period. Period. How do yes. they do it with it with a T at the end? Period. Yes, that is so the disclaimer. Know. And we're telling you this before. So when we get into the random stuff we're about to share with you, you don't just assume, right. oh man, they believe that. That's not true. We believe what the Bible says is true. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes and amen. Yes. Having said that, here we go. All right. So today we're talking about the swoon theory. So the swoon theory is the belief that Jesus didn't really die at his crucifixion, but merely, quote, swooned or passed out and then woke up in the tomb and somehow found his way out and escaped. Right. Yes. Preposterous. That's what they believe. Okay. That's That's what they believe. The swoon theory people. So... Um, Western authors and philosophers in the 18th and 19th century proposed this theory and others like it, including um, these. This we know Oscar Wilde, so because he's pretty famous, yeah. Oscar Wilde, and this other person don't know who he is, Friedrich Schleiermacher. He might be popular wherever his name's from, but I don't know. Yes, sounds like European in literature worlds. <laughs> yeah, in the 18th and 19th century, people like them. Um, we're proposing this theory. 
Um, and here are, we're going to expand on the crazy theory. So around 1800, Carl Venturini proposed that a group of supporters dressed in white who were with Jesus and not ex- and did not expect him to survive the crucifixion, but heard groaning from inside the tomb where Jesus had supposedly regained consciousness in the cool, damp air. They then frightened away the guards and rescued him. Right. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, just the the whole stone situation is my question, but okay. Yeah, and then this piece didn't make it the Bible, but the rest of it did. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, the detail about the cool, damp air is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Were they also in a tomb somewhere? And they knew how it felt. (laughs) Yeah, like, why is that important? But anyway, that's nor here nor there. It's for for dramatic effect. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Just for context, you know, we just want to paint a picture. Yeah. Um, the second theory is, um, a third rationalist theologian, Heinrich Paulus, wrote in the works from 1802 that he believed that Jesus had fallen into a temporary coma and somehow revived without help in the tomb. So another, uh, he just revived, Mm -hmm. um, temporary coma, right? And then the third one is um this is kind of the most preposterous of them all mirza ghulam ahmad the founder of the ahmadiyya muslim movement proposed a hypothesis in his 1899 book jesus in india that jesus traveled to india after surviving the crucifixion he took a road trip did he he i literally he just survived and then went on a road trip he's like i don't want anyone following me and asking me about this so i'm gonna leave to india (laughs) I need a vacation because I, I just went through a lot. Because I went through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, these are out there. Yeah. There. These are these are a lot. But um, other than the swoon theory, these are things that built upon the swoon theory, where it's like, okay, he didn't die, he passed out, and then hypothesis of what happened after he yeah. passed out. Right. So, having said that, since the last decade of the 19th century, most biblical scholars and academics have discarded these and many other theories as baseless and unacceptable. And we're here to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's important. <laughs> yes. Um, so, the overarching theme of the rebuttal is that there were many, many witnesses to his death and then later his appearances after the resurrection. Um, there were at least many different persons or groups involved in Jesus' crucifixion who were satisfied concerning the fact that he actually died on the cross. Um, first, we know that Jesus had six-inch spikes driven into his feet and hands and was placed on a cross where his body would hang until he could no longer pull himself up to breathe. If this did not take place, he would have eventually bled to death anyway because of the way that he was beaten prior to the crucifixion. We also know that when um, when they were going to take his body off of the cross, and this applied to anyone that was crucified, they would make sure that the person was still, if, if they were still living or not. If they were still living or they were like unsure, they would break the person's legs as we see in the Gospels. Um, specifically in John, it tells us that when they checked on Jesus, he had already he was already dead. But so they could be sure they pierced his side. So they always had ways of making sure the people that were crucified actually died. Especially like the Roman soldiers that were up there because it was their job. And their yeah. lives depended on that, those other people dying. These were like their commands. They were told to do this. This was their life. Like this is what they did as their job, as their living, right? So we keep in mind that because I think we, we forget this, like crucifixion was a very common way to murder people at that time. 
And so many other people were crucified and tortured in the same way. And we don't see uh, like anyone questioning the validity of their murder. Um, so again, like these were direct orders. And so they knew what they were doing. They knew how to make sure like someone who was crucified had died. So I think the real question, we, like we don't think the real question is, did he die? The real question is, did he resurrect? And so spoiler, yes, he did. And this is how we know. So first, let's talk about uh, Josephus. Josephus, also known as Flavius Josephus, was a Roman Jewish historian who lived around the same time as Jesus. And it is said that Jesus died nearly 33 AD and Josephus was born in 37 AD and died in 100 AD. So Josephus's works are the chief source next to the Bible like for history and antiquity of ancient Israel. And they provide a significant and independent extra biblical account of such figures as Jesus of Nazareth, Pontius Pilate, Herod the Great, John the Baptist, and James, the brother of Jesus. So there are stories and there is uh, other resources aside from the Bible that talks about Jesus and the people that were living at this time. Yes, which in this case helps us a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and one of his most famous works called The Antiquities of the Jews, Book 18, Chapter 3, uh, Josephus says, quote, um, Now there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as receive the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ. And when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal men amongst us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the, at the first did not forsake him, for he appeared to them alive again the third day, as the divine prophets had foretold these and 10,000 other wonderful things concerning him. And the tribe of Christians, so named from him, are not extinct at this day. So like there were witnesses, there were people that were still alive when he's writing all of this that could speak to that. So he wrote about this, right? He wrote about know, knowing who Jesus was. Yeah. yeah, like even us knowing that Jesus died, resurrected around 33 AD, and then Josephus wasn't born till till the 37th mm -hmm. uh, AD, which is right. crazy because that means that like, uh, imagining that Josephus wrote this as a teenager or as a young man or whatever, yeah. it would have had to have been several years before he mm -hmm. even got to this point, you know? Right, and there was still talks and testimonies and stories about who Jesus was and the resurrection. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, this is awesome. Uh, this statement of Jesus being the Christ or Messiah um, is not from the Bible. It's from historians who lived after Jesus had already ascended and still affirms the writings of the Bible. So we see how you know it, it's supporting of that. Um, and then we also see the Bible also tells us 12 different accounts of people who saw Jesus after his resurrection. Um, so we're going to uh, give you the list and kind of reference like who who was it that saw that and y'all can look into these verses um, and read the stories for yourselves but this is just cool to know that there were so many um, instances where it talks about you know seeing Jesus uh, resurrected so one is to the women after they had been to the empty tomb we see this in Matthew when they go um, remember it was the Passover and so they couldn't visit him sooner so they went you know on the third day to go visit Jesus and they saw he's not there anymore. 
Um, the second was to specifically, it speaks to Mary Magdalene seeing him. We see this in Mark 16, 9 through 11, and then John 20, verses 10 through 18, um, and how she was witness of, of his resurrection and him not being there uh, in the tomb. Uh, and then three, we see Simon Peter. He He's on, on several of these, uh, but specifically in Luke 24, verse 34, and 1 Corinthians 15, 5, that one refers to like when Simon Peter saw him. Um, four is uh, Cleopas and another disciple on the road to Emos. Um, this is uh, when like Jesus Christ walks with them and he's like talking to them and they don't really realize he's there. But then they their eyes are open, right? So yeah. this is another I think it's Emmaus, but Emmaus, okay, maybe not Emmaus, Emmaus, yeah. Emmaus. Sometimes I say yeah. things when I remember them in Spanish, so it might have been from Spanish. Yeah, and I'm not 100 uh, percent on Emmaus either, but you know. <laughs> so, how, however, y'all want to pronounce it. Um, yes, E M M A U S. Yeah, um, yeah, we like the spell here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to be sure, in case uh, in case I didn't say it right. <laughs> um, five is the fifth instance is when he uh, appeared with to the 10 disciples and then there were some other people there as well and we see this in john chapter 20 and verses 19 to 23 and then the sixth time to the 11 disciples uh we see this in john 20 luke 20 uh, chapter 24 and then mark 6 again we'll have all these in the in the notes so y'all can dive in um the seventh is uh seven of the disciple or seven disciples while they were fishing um and this is in john 21 we also see uh, the apostles on the mountain in Galilee. That's in Matthew 28, Mark 16. Um, he appears to James in 1 Corinthians, like it refers to James seeing him in 1 Corinthians 15, 7. Um, the 10th time is to the apostles on the Mount of Olives. Uh, we see this in Luke 24, Acts 1, and Mark 16. Um, the 11th time, it says to 500 believers. So this wasn't just a few, not just his disciples, not his, just his close circle. This was like hundreds of people, uh, hundreds yeah. of believers. Um, and first this Corinthians, one includes 15, randos. 16, <laughs> yeah. So it's not just, you know, okay, yes, Peter. Yes, James. Like, no, this was like just a bunch of people and uh, not just a few, 500. And then, of course, um, 12 was to Saul, which we knew as Paul um, or Saul, who became ball. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But that was in 1 Corinthians uh, 9, um, and he speaks about it there, and and then chapter 15 as well. We see it in Acts 9, um, and then chapter 22 and 26. So there's a lot of mentions of Jesus All over the place. resurrected and appearing after um, he, he had risen. So, yes, a lot of witnesses, a lot of proof. Um, that Jesus had risen from from the dead. Yes, yes. This whole soon theory situation, we just thought that it was interesting and we had to talk about it because first of all, we had never heard about it before. And um, it's, yeah, it's like, it's crazy. And, um, you know, there's, yes, there's theories. Yes, they've been disproven because of what we said previously, like around the 19th century. It's like, okay, this is ridiculous. Um, but we wanted to provide you with um, not only biblical sources, right? But also yes. Josephus, which is an extra biblical source that says um, basically everything that the Bible says. And I don't know mm-hmm. if Josephus was a Christian or he if he was a believer, yeah. um, but he's essentially known as a historian. Mm-hmm. 
and a Roman Jewish historian at that because he like defected from the Jews and like went to Rome or something. Um, okay. I was reading in his biography. Um, so that's interesting because the Romans didn't like Jesus. <laughs> right. So for him to, to talk about him, it wasn't like he was trying to hype up Jesus, right? Or like at least like not based on who he grew up to be um, because that's not who they initially anyway um, like believed in or, or wanted to to believe he was anybody really. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, the man was just like, he was just documenting it. And I don't think he yeah. had any, you know, historians usually don't really have a agenda when they document things and um, anything like that. But yeah, that's what we wanted to talk about it. Because it's like, mm-hmm. yo, people believe what? Or used to believe what? Right. Because um, it sounds preposterous, especially after you read the Gospels. And I have, I, I'll actually link this article in the show notes. I have an article that says specifically, um, it's basically a, a doctor they wrote a paper about um, what Jesus went through, like in medical terms, yeah. and it's gruesome. Yes, like just reading I've read it is like that. out. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. outrageous, and I'll link it. Um, but we just want to, you know, we wanted to share because it's something that we hadn't heard of, and now you're aware of it as well. And also, I feel like we've provided some resources that if you need to somehow combat the fact that you somebody believes in the flat earth theory or the spoon theory, yeah. you have ammo to back that up, and you can tell them where in the Bible it says, "Hey, these are all the things that happened. These are all the people that saw him, and here's a a, a, a source outside of the Bible that also says this." Yeah, and I think if anyone's ever like planted that doubt or something, uh, that's why it's so important to like read your Bible um, because you can prove it for yourself, and it's in it's in the Word of God, and it says and it shows you that He did in fact die and, and resurrect. You know, so uh, this is not like to say anything, you know, calling out anybody, just like the importance of reading your Bible, and so definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Important to read your Bible and knowing what it says. Um, and knowing if, if you don't know what it says, you're like, you know what? I don't know if it says that. Let me double check and yeah. knowing where to find it. Um, and it's only, you know, if you can't, I was going to start speaking Spanish. If you can't find it like right away because you don't know what book it's in or what Bible verse it is or whatever, yo, it's at the it's at the tips of your Googles, okay? You just have to <laughs> Google it real quick. Where in the yes. Bible does it say this? And it will show you and then you can find it in your preferred version and you'll be fine. Yeah, and then like I said, we'll... You you know, link and, and add these um, scriptures in there. So again, if you're not too familiar with the Bible, you can always just Google that too. Where's Matthew 18, whatever, and it will pop up. Mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was very uh, non-usually... You know, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it was a little teachy, but mm-hmm. different and informational and random and conspiracy theory esque. Um, <laughs> but we just had to talk about it because I was like, I need to find out more about this randomness. But I love it because like things like this just reaffirm our faith and reaffirm like when we read the scripture that you know God is real and He really did come and and uh, die and resurrect for us. Um, so there can yep. be a lot of talks, a lot of things that seem like oh that could be plausible but really when you get into the word and and study um god just confirms that that's not true that there are lies out there still so exactly and we're not taking anything away from jesus because what he did was marvelous and he suffered for us for every single person um so we got to give credit where credit is due to the lord and savior and um yeah yeah no all hell king jesus let me tell you um but yeah we just wanted to share this episode with you share some random info and we hope that you learned something today and we hope that you enjoyed it if you want more episodes like this please let us know on any of our social platforms please rate and review 
And yes. um, we love you and you're awesome. That's right. <laughs> yep. As always, this is Fran. This is Yali. We are the Midtown Misses and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.